Welcome to Criminality Podcast, the show about reality TV, true crime, where the two intersect, and everything we love to watch. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? I'm really good. And you? I'm doing great. You just had a nice trip, right? I did. I did. Mm -hmm. A little girls, well, just two girls, one best friend trip to Santa Fe, a city I've never been to. Me either. It was stunning. Put it on your list. Anyone who hasn't been there, it is a magical place. It was very short, but um, it was really nice. Oh, nice. I'm so glad. Yeah, thanks. And how about you? Any any big updates in life that we need to know about? I hope not. If if so, they really <laughs> did not make an impact on me because I can't yeah, remember that. Not big enough to remember mentioning. No, mm-mm. nope, not at all. No, but we have Halloween coming up. You and I both have our costumes. <gasps> we They're- do. So look for our Instagram on Halloween because we will have a picture. Um, we got to plan that, by the way. We need to do yeah, a yeah. picture this That weekend. was kind of yeah. my way of also reminding you that we needed to do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I've got all pieces of mine assembled. Um, I think I even did a clue about this on social, like I early so. on. And maybe I'll po- repost it and get some more guesses because that'll yeah. be fun. Absolutely. Um, I'll give some more clues. Yeah, we had a good good one last year. Let's hope ours will, we can pull this year's off. We got it. Well, then I think today's story is big enough to just jump right into. This is kind of a larger than life uh, personality at the center. So should we just go for it? Let's do it. Okay, well... I'm going to rattle off some names here, and this this is just a a precursor of the bigness to come. Sting, Lord, Bono, Jay-Z, lots of singers and artists have nicknames, right, Melissa? Stage names. Some bequeathed to them because of a trait. Others are self-appointed. Lord happened to choose hers because she wanted something strong, powerful, and regal. Sting, on the other hand, earned his name because of the electric yellow and black striped blazer he used to wear in his early days of performing. As for Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata, well, her boyfriend and her manager at the time, Guy Fusari, more on him later, had her programmed into his phone as Radio Gaga. And one day when dialing her by voice text, it autocorrected to Lady Gaga. And he said, that's it. And Melissa, you might say that's when a star was born. Nice. We're going to talk about <laughs> Lady Gaga. Yes. Yay. I'm so excited. Yeah. I did not get it from your clues. No, I got it when someone commented, is it Lady Gaga? And I realized those clues all work perfectly. I'm so excited. Yes. Yeah. I was really delighted to learn she has reality connections. So if you go ahead and um, click that link I sent you, go to the 30 second mark. I just want to set the tone. Melissa. You didn't know, you didn't guess her, but talk to me about Lady Gaga. Like, what does she conjure up when you think of her? What do you feel about her? Talk, talk about it. So I can't say I have a huge, strong opinion about her. I feel like all of a sudden she was just this thing and everyone was like, well, it's Lady Gaga, kind of like Beyonce, where just all of a sudden she's just this mainstay in pop culture and she's everywhere and she's not the Jessica Simpson or the Britney Spears, but she's got this amazing vocal talent and she likes to shock, at least initially, that was like a big thing. She was kind of a shock, not jock, but she was the meat dress. I mean, the meat dress, I'm sitting in front of Dorinda with the bubble dress. She wanted to be seen. Yes. A hundred percent. I think I'm, I'm right there with you. Same impression. And, um, some of that will be echoed in, in some of the story ahead. Uh, But Lady Gaga is going to have more than one legal and criminal story that we're going to discuss. But first, I want to share the reality TV connections, which appropriately began on MTV, though it was before she was the music star she is now. But both reality TV appearances she has were on that network. So first, in 2005, there was a show on MTV. And if you remember, I talked a little bit about uh, pre-punked, there was a show called Harassment when I did right. the Ashton Kutcher episode. Well, apparently there was also another hidden camera prank show that started in 2003 called Boiling Points. Did you ever see this? No. It's three seasons. I've never heard of it until this, but it's a hidden camera reality television program in which a person is awarded 100 whole dollars if they don't leave or get overly upset within this designated amount of time when something I have heard of that. Yeah, yeah. There's like a timer going on the thing. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So Lady Gaga starred in a 20, 2005 episode that had her as an unsuspecting restaurant patron endure terrible service, including having her meal taken away and returned to her with garbage on top. Gaga did, in fact, reach her boiling point and she did not receive the $100 cash prize, but she got on TV, which I'm guessing was the larger goal, because at this point, Lady Gaga was still just Stephanie Germanata. Young Gaga was classically trained pianist and singer who understood music really well. She grew up on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. She attended a prestigious all-girls Catholic high school called Sacred Heart. Other notable alumni were Carolyn Kennedy, Nikki Hilton, And this appearance on Boiling Points was just one year after she graduated from Sacred Heart. And Gaga has talked a lot about uh, being bullied during high school and that Mm -hmm. she just looked different from other girls. She acted different. She dressed different. But mostly she said she was bullied for her, quote, driving ambition. So I think she always knew what she wanted. She always knew she was going to be a star, was destined for greatness. And I think she was one of those people that didn't mind you knowing that. She yeah. knew that. So kids don't always respond kindly to that. Of course, MTV would go on to be a big part of Gaga's musical career, but not before she made one more reality appearance on this network, this time in the quintessential mid-aughts show, The Hills. What? In 2008, Gaga had a bit of a musical career, but she was not a household name, not not even close. The industry knew her and she was signed to Interscope Records. But in this fourth season Hills episode, Lauren Conrad and Whitney Port, they couldn't be less interested in who this woman was mm. or about watching her perform. Gaga was performing at a Dylan George by Interscope Records collaborative event at a nightclub and Lauren and Whitney were there to style Lady Gaga. The big drama was a wardrobe malfunction for Gaga and Lauren and Whitney had to fix her zipper And the exchange is so crazy and you're going to watch it and listeners, you can hear it because Gaga isn't even mic'd. Like she is talking and you can't even see her. This scene is about Lauren and Whitney and it just is so funny to watch. Yeah, no, I'm fine. Yeah, right here. Okay. What's the problem? The zipper broke. It came unattached from that thing. Yeah. And this is like an intense cancer. Here, I'll hold it together. Okay, ready? Yeah. yeah. The zipper broke. All right, I'm trying to think. Do we have another jacket? Can we somehow? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. I got it, I got it, I got it. You got it? Okay, yeah. Oh my gosh! Yay! That blew my mind. The entire thing blew my mind. Right? Wild. Why? Because it's not 30 years ago. What's well, 14 years ago? Crap, I'm getting so old. But it wasn't like this is when Kesha shows up on The Simple Life, right? This is literally right. Lady Gaga looking like Lady Gaga and these two mofos trying to put something together and really could not be bothered with her. Well, Wild. No, Lauren was fighting with Audrina at the time, and that was a way more important. And you can just, Obviously. like, could they not want to be there less? It was so funny to me. And Lady Gaga is literally on the cusp of superstardom and will mm-hmm. leave these two in the dust mm-hmm. literally, like, months later. Right. So, yeah, I thought that was fun. And if you're wondering why don't I remember this from The Hills, it's because it wasn't aired in the original screening of the show. Really? It came out in, like, later releases um, in reruns and in like the DVD box set later or something. When like, they realize Lady Gaga's a thing. Yes. Like, I think they're like, this. let's not give this girl a mic. Who knows if she's going to go anywhere or not. This is about <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> this is about Elsie. So, so yeah, any real fans who've watched like the deep cuts probably yeah. would remember. Wild. Yes. Totally wild. Later that year, as I mentioned, Gaga's first album, The Fame would drop and the days of her being in nobody on a reality show would be over. Cue the lawsuits. I will not go into Lady Gaga's rise to fame, but it was fast and furious. Gaga had everything a lot of the stars in the early aughts didn't, which is what you were speaking to earlier. She had a unique point of view, a very daring personal style, and she was classically trained as a vocalist and musician. And she had no desire to play nice or be seen as a good girl. So she was really stepping out of the like Jessica Simpson, Britney boxes and just doing her own thing. 
And as is often the case when an artist has a massive come up and a lot of money is made very quickly, a lot of people get involved to ensure they get their proper piece of the pie. Gaga's career is no exception. Her real-life story of being discovered is actually similar to the one told in the 2019 film A Star is Born. Now, while that was a third remake of the movie, this new version did draw inspiration from Gaga's real life. After high school, Gaga attended NYU in this very prestigious scholarship program that only 20 kids get accepted to at Tisch School of the Arts, but she dropped out pretty quickly so she could just get out and start working. She was very impatient to just get to the part where she was doing her thing. And she was writing tons of her own music, performing at open mic nights, including a risque burlesque show. It was here that the artist Akon saw her and hooked her up with the record label Interscope. But he cashed out early in Gaga's rise to fame. It was a woman named Wendy Starland and a guy named Guy Fusari who are really responsible for nurturing Gaga into the artist and brand she is today. Oh. And it's, yeah, it's also the two who both have lawsuits because they didn't feel like they got what was rightly theirs. Here's what happened. In 2005, Guy Fusari and Wendy Starland were both industry insiders who helped manage, produce, and market new talent. Guy was looking for someone new and very specific. He made a deal with Wendy asking her to bring him, quote, an artist under the age of 25 who could be the female equivalent to the lead singer of The Strokes. According to both Wendy and Gaga herself in a later deposition, Rob said they would split any earnings from that artist 50-50. So Starlin goes on to say that she attended 50 live performances, searched countless hours online before finding an artist who fit the bill. Someone who was edgy and bold and someone you just couldn't take your eyes off. These were the characteristics of the Strokes girl that Fusari had identified and wanted to see. So Starland says, I only brought Rob one artist for us to work with and that artist became known as Lady Gaga. Sounds like a win-win. Gaga had all the talent and worked really hard found people with connections who believed in her, surely everyone would get what they feel they deserve and want, right? Maybe. (laughs) Nope, sorry. Rob took who Wendy brought him, Stephanie Germanata, and made her Lady Gaga, as we heard in the intro, right? With that nickname that happened rather accidentally. Also, my friend pointed out when I was telling her the story in Santa Fe, I wonder if he had programmed her Radio Gaga after the Freddie Mercury song which I looked up and seems very likely, and I hadn't made that connection. Shout out to Kathy for the the good good fact check. But Wendy's help didn't stop at the handoff. So she stayed on to co-write songs with Gaga and Rob, and she's also, by the way, responsible for hit songs for tons of artists, including Moby, Snoop Dogg, Wu-Tang Clan, Billy Ray Cyrus, Black Eyed Peas, Sheryl Crow, Foo Fighters, So just to paint a picture, this wasn't a fluke. She didn't just go like, I could find someone. Like she knew her stuff and she was very good at finding talent. And she's a musician in her own right. I know nothing about Wendy Starland, but she is like her own musician and story that I want to look into more. Yeah. But now we have to focus. I can't do that because a very complicated lawsuit cyclone is about to happen. Oh no, a cyclone. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm calling it because it's like a vortex of lawsuits and it it like took all my attention to figure out and piece it together. So Rob goes on to date Gaga and manage her, which always is a little, you Mm -hmm. know. And according to court filings, he earned more than $10 million off his work with Lady Gaga in the first two years of the partnership. So again, like I said, it happened quick. How much did he give Wendy? I pose this as a real question. Okay, so he made $10 million. Mm-hmm. Um, he gave Wendy, seems like a nice guy, uh, a million. How about a million? Here's a hint. It's the same number as how many Fs Erica Jane gives. <laughs> zero, not one. I think that's one. just a zero, not one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so when Fusari parted ways with Gaga romantically and professionally, he didn't want to give Starland half of what he owed her because presumably his... Earning potential with Gaga was ending, and he isn't a nice guy. From what I'm reading, I think he's a little bit more on the douchebag side of things. Hey, your turn to do one of these. Yeah, you know, not every guy I talk about can be winsome, and gosh knows I can be wrong. (laughs) So Wendy sues Fusari and wins. It takes her four years, but eventually she is awarded $7.3 million and a one-time payment of $900,000 for her role in launching Gaga's career. 
But in the meantime, Guy Fusari sues Lady Gaga for $30 million, claiming she owes him royalties. Fusari alleges that he's been denied a 20% share of song royalties and shares of merchandising sales. Lady Gaga countersues him, saying she signed him as a producer under duress, that he threatened to destroy her career if she didn't. Their legal battle was larger than life and messy and talked about widely at the time. But ultimately, Gaga paid an undisclosed sum to shut him up, basically, and get him to drop all the charges. It's reported it's over $10 million. (gasps) Good help is hard to find, right? We have heard that more than once on this show. And nothing could be more true for Lady Gaga, because once she got that sorted out with these handlers who kind of found her and developed her, she worked out those lawsuits soon after that fiasco, Gaga's personal assistant slapped her with a lawsuit alleging that she worked 24-7 and was owed 7,168 hours of overtime. That is someone who clocks their numbers. I mean, I know, like, I know you're supposed to, but... Yeah. That's precise. I once or worked with up. a guy that, uh, <laughs> like, just... It was a terrible time in my life. And he only paid me $5 an hour to help him research. Yeah, I was desperate. He was older. I felt bad for him. Anyway, to help grants. The story's so getting worse and worse. It's Sorry. getting worse. So... He ended up not paying me like for 20 something hours. And I was like, dude, that's only a hundred dollars. But like, that was like 20 something hours of work. So anyway, I'd never actually formally quit. Maybe I still work for him. I don't know. I haven't been doing my stuff, but he never paid me. And I just never, never returned his calls. I'm could owed we get like 99 listeners to pitch in a dollar. I'll do a dollar. No, no, no. I feel like we could crowdsource you the hundred dollars so fast. <laughs> justice for Melissa. <laughs> I have to be honest, probably not alive. He had a lot of health problems. So I just said, let's let bygones be bygones and you can deal with this. But yeah, like that's a lot of hours to not be paid for. Mine was literally pennies. <laughs> well, we're going to get to just how much she was supposed to be earning. So Jennifer O'Neill was her name, and she was employed in early 2009 and again from February 2010 to March 2011. I guess she let, like stopped in between because she would work with her when they were on tour. Like That was okay. when the highest demand for her to have an assistant was. So when she was rehired, her annual salary was $75,000. And what Jennifer O'Neill says in court documents is that meaning Gaga, every day is a workday for her. So every day is a workday for the rest of us. There is no, we're going to stay in. We're going to sleep. There's no, let's put on sweatpants. Let's go to the movies and be girlfriends. It just doesn't work like that. And I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. it doesn't. She's your boss. Yeah, that's, <laughs> she, that's I don't know. Wild. That part, I'm like, keep talking, Jennifer, because so far, <laughs> I feel like you're just talking about a job and it sounds like you want a friendship. Am I a team but Gaga we don't get paid for already? Those. Yeah, that's why I know. I know. So... This is great because Lady Gaga has to respond in court and says, Jennifer O'Neill deserves every one of her $75,000 that we agreed to, but she does not deserve a penny more. Which seems like a reasonable statement if she didn't do overtime above the allocated hours. Jennifer O'Neill goes on to say that during her time as assistant, she was asked to do things like sleep in Lady Gaga's bed with her, get up in the middle of the night to change a DVD (laughs) which circa 2010 would you not love having someone to do that oh my gosh (laughs) that sounds magical that's the dream also to give her her medicine nothing more specified than that but sounds like a real euphemism rectal i don't understand I, i i don't know crushed up and like pudding i'm not sure Gaga's legal team tried to get the case dismissed, but a judge said that there was merit and it would be seen in front of a jury. So now I'm like, okay, maybe what I'm reading from the, you know, articles, they picked like juicy parts, but maybe there really was something to this. Maybe she was working way above the allocated hours and she's owed. But if they went in front of a jury, this would mean that Gaga would have to disclose what Jennifer called an extravagant lifestyle. Five-star hotels, private planes, free... Eve Saint Laurent clothing. Personally, I'm like, isn't again that just part of her job? Like that seems all very reasonable yeah, to me yeah. for a pop star. So Gaga decides I don't want to go to trial. And I don't know if it's for those reasons that she didn't want all that stuff exposed, or if she just didn't have time, because who right. does have time to stop a burgeoning career to go hash it out in court with a bitter person? So they settled. 
And again, we don't know why, but Jennifer comes out of it with a settlement and a $1 million book deal to share her story. She said she's going to write, I know, she said she's going to write a book called Fame Monster. However, I have searched everywhere and I don't think it ever got published because I don't see it anywhere. So if Jennifer, anyone, if you're working 24-7 around the clock, you don't take naps. You're not sleeping in your boss's bed anymore. You got to do it, girl. Write your book. Write the book. Or did they can it? Did they scratch it? Could she not deliver? Did she take? I want to know that story. Like, did she get in advance, blow it? And then that's what I was deal. wondering. Caroline Collins. Who knows? Right? Exactly. So if you're wondering how Lady Gaga responded to all of this, in court papers before deciding to settle, it is on the record that she said, I am the queen of the universe every day, and I am quite wonderful to everybody that works for me. (laughs) So again, she is bold and confident. Maybe she is. Maybe this is a case of someone who was going in for the kill because she thought she could get a financial payoff. Yeah. Maybe she worked her assistant to death. Yeah. It's it's. Very Go either possible. way. Mm. So another more serious allegation was headed Lady Gaga's way, but this one was not a fight over money or fair labor. This one threatened her integrity as an artist and could set a precedent for the entire music industry. More about that after a quick break to hear from this week's sponsors. Our show has been around for more than three years now, which is really something to celebrate. But when I think back over all of our episodes, one that really sticks in my mind, of course, is the one about the bling ring. There were literally teenagers breaking into the homes of celebrities and stealing thousands, if not millions of dollars worth of items. There is just something so scary about someone being in your home without your knowledge, even beyond just having your things taken. And that's why when it comes to home security, I only trust my home to Simply Safe. Simply Safe isn't just some old fly-by-night security system. It was actually named the best home security systems 2024 by the US News and World Report. On top of that, Newsweek named it best customer service and home security, which is really huge because if my house or the people that are in it are in jeopardy, I want to know that I'm speaking with people who are there to help me. We've had Simply Safe in my house for several years now, and Rebecca got her system last year, and there's a lot of comfort in knowing that I have indoor and outdoor cameras all around the house. And if you aren't sure whether it's something you'd actually use, you should definitely give it a try. There are no contracts and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of our listeners real peace of mind. We want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/criminality. That's simplysafe.com/criminality. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Melissa, I have a question for you. Yeah. Have you ever listened to the music of singer-songwriter Steve Ronson? Wait, there's Ronson, Samantha Ronson. There's another yep, Ronson. She's a DJ. Yeah. Yep. There okay. is. That's all I know. But this. Yeah. It wouldn't be weird for you not to know of Steve Ronson. Um, I didn't think you were one of his 259 followers on Facebook. Um, But he is a singer-songwriter, and he claims that there is a three-chord progression in her massively successful song, Shallows, from the movie A Star is Born, that sounds suspiciously close to a three-chord progression in his 2012 song called Almost. Now, he didn't sue her. This happened in 2019. He threatened legal action and has made the following public statement. It was brought to my attention by many people... Not more than 259. specific. That is not specific (laughs) enough for me. Exactly. That the shallow song sounds like mine. I did not seek this out. I haven't even seen the movie. Heard it's pretty good. I admire Lady Gaga and I just want to get to the bottom of this. Gaga's lawyer replies. Mr. Ronson and his lawyer are trying to make easy money off the back of a successful artist. It is shameful and wrong. I applaud Lady Gaga for having the courage and integrity to stand up on behalf of successful artists who find themselves on the receiving end of opportunistic claims such as this. Should Mr. Ronson proceed with the case, Lady Gaga will fight it vigorously and will prevail. So should we listen and compare? Oh my gosh, please. Yes. Yeah. Is there something else you're searching for? I'm falling. And now play uh, Steve Ronson's. Can't you see that I'm almost home? And I can't feel 
just hear one belt it. when you hear that song. Yeah, you can hear it. Mm-hmm. You can hear it. So I do not deny that that three chord progression is there in both yes. songs. Mm-hmm. Everything I've read suggests it exists in a lot of songs, and. Right. Gaga's team hired a musicologist, which is like oh my gosh. a music doctor, professional expert. No, I refuse to call go- them a music doctor. <laughs> no. Dr. Music, who was like, yeah, no, this this is in other songs. Um, it's a the three notes might be similar, but nothing right. else is. And that's true. Outside of those three notes, the songs don't bear a lot of resemblance. And additionally, I think for infringement copyright laws. It has to be a five note progression. That is actually like the standard. So maybe it's like playing 30 seconds of music on a podcast. It's like you can do that, but you can't play a minute. It's like you can do three notes, but you can't still five notes. But there are lots of cases like this in the news currently that sometimes land in the favor of an artist and sometimes go the other way. So it's really, you know, each one has to be examined. It does not seem that he moved forward with the lawsuit. I think when he realized like, Gaga's legal team was ready to take this on. Mm-hmm. It got pretty quiet on his side. Listen, I will die on the hill that sometimes this happens. And sometimes I don't think it happens on purpose. I think you can be inspired I- by stuff and hear things. But I will die on the hill that Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston stole the Moms and Murder logo for their movie <gasps> Murder Mystery. Put them side by side. Murder is exactly the same. And I'll never sue him because I love Adam Sandler. But if it was just a Jennifer Aniston movie, I would... I still wouldn't sue. I'm not really interested, but um, I'm mad. I, you've mad. shown me that, and I, I am 100% with you on that. That is a weirdly specific, unusual right. logo type and letter face for that mm-hmm. letter. And you're right. It's identical. And I also agree with your first point that this does happen. It's, mm-hmm. you know, the saying, um, there's nothing new under the sun. Exactly. And there's another book I read called Steal Like an Artist. I mean, every person who creates something is borrowing and drawing from things you have seen previously and hopefully turning it into your own. But it gets very hard to prove actual theft. And also, if they were going to steal, let's just say they're like, we just need three notes to make this song a hit. Were they trolling his SoundCloud? Like... It never would have been on their radar, I don't think. Right. Unless they're actual predators and they're like, let's go find some nobody on SoundCloud. But wouldn't that also make more sense to just figure out three notes that work instead of find somebody's SoundCloud? That sounds like that to me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't think they were that desperate. It's not devious enough. Oh, I gotta, I gotta up my deviosity because that's just not something that would appeal to me. <laughs> we both do, man. We are like not as far ahead as missing we out. <laughs> this actually Too explains honest. a lot of things in my life. Melissa not getting paid, letting her logo be five dollars an hour. Yeah, not suing Adam Sandler just because my family likes him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh my gosh. Well, Melissa, all of this is true and kind of funny, but things are about to get serious. A lawsuit is a lawsuit is a lawsuit, am I right? But the next and most recent time Lady Gaga was connected to a legal matter, it would be criminal. Now, she might have had a tough time finding the right assistant and managers, but her dog walker, Ryan Fisher, seems to be a pretty amazing person, possibly a hero. Just last year, he was walking Gaga's three French bulldogs, Koji, Gustav, and Asia, Be still my heart. Okay, so cute. I know. A car sped up to him. A man jumped out. There was a struggle. They fought. He hit Ryan. He choked Ryan. And he shot Ryan and stole two of the little dogs. Ryan was left wounded on the street. And he recounts the story this way. Quote, four days ago, while a car sped away and blood poured from my gunshot wound, an angel trotted over and laid next to me. My panicked screams calmed as I looked at her, even though it registered that the blood pooling around her tiny body was my own. I cradled Asia as best I could, thanked her for all the incredible adventures we'd been on together, apologized that I couldn't defend her brothers, and then resolved that I would still try to save them and myself. I mean, that's very sweet. That's a near-death experience. Like things. Oh are yeah, heightened. for sure. Yeah. I thought the angel was gonna be Gaga somehow <laughs> coming out of nowhere and laying She's beside because like, he's like her little body. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy. Um. 
I took my sweater off and got real wild. Right? When you do that, it just happens. It does. It's warm in here. So speaking of Lady Gaga, who was not appearing as an angel because she was in Rome filming a movie when this happened, she took to social media quickly and offered a half a million dollar reward for the safe return of her dogs. No questions asked. Police believed the robbers wanted their dogs because they have such a high value that they weren't targeted because their owner was a celebrity. This was random. French bulldogs go on the private market for $4,000 each, give or take. So it didn't take long for the word of the reward money to go around. And two days later, a 50-year-old woman named Jennifer McRide returned the dogs, said she found them um, tied to a pole, a street pole in Beverly Hills, and she returned them unharmed. She said she had no part in the crime, but upon further investigation, LAPD learned that she was dating Harold White, the father of one of the suspects. Ultimately, three people were arrested for the robbery and attempted murder, James Jackson, Jalen White, and Lafayette Whaley. They were all just 18, 19, and 27 years old. And then Jennifer McBride and her boyfriend were also arrested and charged with one count of accessory after the fact. And Jennifer had an additional charge of receiving stolen property And White, the man, the father, also had a gun possession charge. Sounds like there was some collaborating and they were in cahoots to take them. Then they heard, I don't think they knew the reward thing would happen, but then they were like, wait, let's give them back. We could get obviously more money than selling them. Um, The first young man, Jalen, was sentenced to prison immediately. I don't know what happened to the third, but the second guy, James, was released from prison while waiting for trial by mistake. It was a clerical error that the LAPD apologizes for and then sent out a big like $5,000 reward if you can catch this attempted murder oh that we accidentally gosh. let go. So he was recaptured and brought back and is awaiting trial. Yeah, big oops. So apparently what the police uncover is that they were gang members and had been assigned to do this um, to steal these dogs. In addition to being shot, Ryan lost part of his lung in the incident, but he is making a full recovery. Gaga made this public statement. I continue to love you, Ryan Fisher. You risk your life to fight for our family. You're forever a hero. And, you know, you take this, you take the other quotes, you mix them up, you go back and forth if you're about how we feel about Gaga. And again, this is not a biography on her. I'm sure there one exists and people might know a lot more about her than I do. I feel like maybe she's a great person, but I'm not sure. Oh my gosh, you jumped to that? That she's a great person? <laughs> Hold I mean, on. She called was, him a hero. She, there that are was people. based on almost nothing that you just called her a great person. Come on, Rebecca. It was a reach. It was a reach because I don't, I don't feel conclusively like she's terrible. Sure, And so sure. I'd rather err on the side of her being good and decent. Did I say great? You said Let's great. Say okay, thank decent. you. I can get there. I will, Take that grade and say decent because some people might just be so obsessed with losing their dogs and forget all about Ryan who, right? Dog walker, who cares? I feel like saying he's a hero and saying he fought for her family, which are her dogs and risked his life is important. And I'm glad she made that statement. No, is that I just think base he level is, human decency. Yes. I think he's a words of affirmation guy. She knows his Enneagram. She knows that about him. <laughs> and she's like, you know what? I'm not paying him more money. I had to do that with Jennifer and she got a friggin' book deal out of this. So you know what we're going to do? I'm going to say something nice about him in the press and he'll be so excited and so happy. His name's out there. Add something about him being my family. And that's what happened, Rebecca. She's decent. Okay, Melissa won. Rebecca Wait, I don't zero. want the little I, monsters to come after us. Let's say she's yeah, great. we haven't even talked. She is mother monster. And if that's not culty, I don't know what is. You'd think I'd, right, love, have to I'd know a lot more about her. I know, I know. <laughs> Peel back, walk it back, walk it yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to delve into some some choppy waters here too for this last segment. So okay. for our final clue and the last part of the story, Gaga starred in the 2021 film House of Gucci. There's our clue which got real pretty mediocre, lukewarm reviews. But there's one review that was particularly scathing and feels worth mentioning. In the film, Lady Gaga plays Patrizia Reggiani, who was sentenced to prison for the murder of her ex-husband and former head of Italian fashion house, Gucci. The guy, the man's name was Maurizio Gucci. Right. This happened in 1995. She's quoted as saying, I'm annoyed by the fact that Lady Gaga is portraying me in the new Ridley Scott film without even having the courtesy or the good sense, that's the part that scares me, to come and meet me. 
It's nothing to do with money because I won't be taking a single cent from the film. It's about common sense and respect. Ooh. It feels worth noting Patrizia was released from prison in 2016. So if I were Gaga, I would have met with her. Hmm. That's all I'm saying. She said that any good person, is that the word she used? Not no. great. Good sense. Any oh. person with courtesy and good sense. She wasn't even looking for me. great sense like you oh, would no. have given her. No, no. She had a low low bar. Um, but to me, it's the good sense implies like if you knew what was good for you, you would have come see me. Yeah. I'm picking up what she's putting down. Yeah. But, you know, I think everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't watch House of Gucci. I don't know if I it was not. as bad as they mm-hmm. say, but I was intrigued to think about watching it, but I didn't. But A Star is Born was amazing. I really, really? did you watch that? Mm-mm, I didn't. Oh, it is good. I, I don't care how you feel about her or Bradley Cooper. Like they're two massive talents and it's a wonderful movie. Very okay. long. That's the story of Lady Gaga as it relates to criminality show. I am sure our listeners know a lot more about her that I didn't. Oh, this is worth mentioning. This is what they're going to say. This is what they're screaming right now. Yes. The real uh, Housewives of Beverly Hills cast was featured on one of her videos. Did you know this? What? No. Mm-mm. Yeah. It wasn't one of her hit songs. It was during this like um, art pop House of Gaga middle okay. years that's now defunct when she was doing like not mainstream radio radio hits. And there was a song called Guy, but it was sort of spelled G-U-Y, like G period, U period, Y. I, I don't know sure. why I don't know the song. Mm-hmm. Like Lisa Vanderpump, Kyle Richardson, Kim. Did I say Richardson? Kyle and Kim Richards. Um, what was the one who's not there anymore? Carlton. Carlton. <laughs> oh, wait, no, the- I did know they were in some video. Yes. Yeah. Yes, oh, they're weird. in it. And it's like, it's weird. It's weird. Maybe we can play a segment on social media. Um, I didn't think it was worth playing here because all you'll hear is Gaga singing. You won't see right. them in pink matching outfits, strumming guitars, and playing tambourines. In front of like Roman, Roman columns. It is so culty and amazing. And And we will post a little bit. So that, that was a fun find in my research, but, um, but yeah. Yeah. I will be honest. I knew nothing about Lady Gaga, truly nothing. Um, because I just, it feels like her music, at least when she started off, she started off in such a like club hit kind of thing, like very that music and I'm much too old to be listening to that sort of thing right out of the gate if I grew up with it and the artist changed and started doing something fine but to have a new person I was never going to be a little monster she doesn't want me as a little monster (laughs) she doesn't want me around at all um but I have respect for her and she's an amazing talent like so talented I've seen stuff was it with Tony Bennett that she's saying with and stuff yes gorgeous absolutely incredible so I like how she's still Lady Gaga but she's moving more to Stephanie I feel like like Lady Gaga was her foot in the door and now with House of Gucci and stuff she's moving to a more mature sort of thing um and yeah so anyway I it was interesting though I didn't know the dog walkers had even been caught I know I just remember hearing the dogs were stolen and almost seemed like a silly headline like Everything I saw about it looked very like French bulldogs stolen. But then I'm like, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. her dog walker was shot. And then the guy escaped prison. Like it was actually pretty serious crime. Yeah. Um. Do you have a favorite Gaga song, though? I know you weren't like clubbing and, you know, I mean, but, like, shallows are all bangers be it because oh, and that's not really. Gorgeous. Yeah, that's just like a song where like you feel it when it's coming to the chorus and stuff. It, it does something to you. Yeah, I mean, we've all been alone in our car belting that song, right? I like to think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, other cars might not like to think of me doing that, but I do. What about you? Do you have a favorite Gaga? Little Monster? I mean, I love all her hits. I think they're all bangers, but I love paparazzi. I love I like just saying my, my, my poker face, my, my poker face. Poker face. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're all really, really good. And I like that she did things her way. I love that she went to this conservative Catholic high school and like didn't fit in. Um, And I love that she has like musical chops. Like she really Mm -hmm. can sing with Tony Bennett. She kind of reminds me of Amy Winehouse in that way. Mm. I much prefer Amy Winehouse, like personally her music and her style. But who did Amy Winehouse collaborate with? 
It might be Tony Bennett. So I guess Gaga took a page from Amy Winehouse's book and did that collaboration with him. And maybe he just really likes to be with the young up and comers. He's a little monster. Yeah. Who knew? So, yeah. So thanks for uh, going down the uh, red carpet with me. I enjoyed that. That was fun. That was different. I never expected us to cover Gaga. I did not realize, really remember the Hills thing. I feel like some of these things, it's like you kind of have heard of or like in passing, but you it doesn't stick mentally. Thank God, because Completely. of all of these things just were core memories for me. My poor children. Um, yeah. yeah. What hope would our current life and people in it have? <laughs> They're barely hanging on as it is. They already struggle. <laughs> completely so so that's what I've been doing but I want to know what you've been watching because you've been teasing me with something that you want to tell with a show very recent too so I'm still watching the Americans I'm in the fifth season it has a sixth season it is a commitment I can only watch like one a day but like it's I have to pay attention so and I just really haven't had too much time to watch anything But I was like, I've got to come up with something and I know what exactly what I want to watch because I've seen commercials for it. Ready? Hulu. Keegan-Michael Key. Is that his name? Keegan-Michael Key? Yeah. And let's say Rachel Bloom. Let's add Paul Reiser. Wait. Uh, Oh, oh, oh. Friends from college? No. (laughs) I felt so good. I gave you everyone. Johnny Knoxville's in it too. Go ahead. I don't, well, I obviously don't know the show, but aren't they all in that? No, no, they're not. But isn't he in that? Key? Oh, I, yeah, I think he is. That's the Netflix show, right? Or something? Yes. Oh, yeah. it's Netflix, not Hulu. Okay, I don't yeah. know. I actually don't know. I don't know what this show is, but it sounds like something I would really like. Okay, Rebecca, please let me know if you've heard of this. Reboot on Hulu? This is your new show. Okay. Never heard of it. I'm so excited. Okay. So Rachel Bloom is pitching this uh, old show as a reboot on Hulu. And it's just her as the writer. And they're bringing back all these people from like 15 years ago. It's very like step-by-step family family matters. Like those kind of cheesy ones where she's like, listen, we're not going to do that. We're going to make it more current and give it an edge kind of thing like how would a sitcom really be now like how would it look now different than then right but there's a huge twist in the first episode that makes it so much more interesting that I don't want to give away because I was like oh yes this is going to be so good but it's um it's very very funny very fast there's uh Johnny Knoxville's in it which I don't really care about him but he plays a good character for him yeah I agree Keegan-Michael Key's great um oh um Judy Greer's in it. She's like the main actress. I like her. She like apparently after the show ended got married to a prince and, you know, started her new life. So it's very, I don't know. It's just funny. Eccentric. Yeah, but it's just like nothing else. It reminds me a little of the comeback. Remember how in the second season of the comeback they make the show about the old show? Same general idea. You will love love this. I know I'm going to love it. Wait, I'm only two episodes in. Mm-hmm. crazy ex-girlfriend yes she okay. is it's just really really good it's a little it feels a little excited. overacted in times like a little silly but it's great Paul Reiser would have not been my first choice but he's actually perfect for the wow. role they have him in yeah it's different I'm than the commercials even showed I'm loving it fully watching it tonight yeah 100 percent. I know I'm gonna love this now I feel bad because this is not when you're gonna watch <laughs> okay can I say real quick your hair amazing I haven't told you that yet today but my gosh I'm loving it but go ahead what's your show well should I shout out the new appliance I'm using oh are you a using- dishwasher is it for my hair <laughs> I know it's an appliance it's an appliance no, that sounds expensive what are you lie. doing I've caught my reflection in the zoom and I'm like not bad Rebecca because Looking my hair never great. looks good when we record we both it know does this. but it, it looks spectacular well, for the second time in this episode, my friend Kathy's going to get a shout out because she brought this thing to our trip made by, well, I don't know how you pronounce it. It's L apostrophe A-N-G-E. Lange? No, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I've got some of it's their It's just stuff. one of these Instagram haunting, mm-hmm. you know, products that makes you buy them and it, it works. It's like a flat iron curler in one and you can be dumb and do it because I'm dumb and I did it and I don't know how to do hair or makeup. I really don't ever. I've said this before. 
And nobody believed you before, and they're not going to believe you now. So I have the same exact thing, and guess what? Never gotten those results. Never gotten those results. Mine's pink. I have the same thing. Yes, my sister had it, and I ended up buying it. You just have to figure out how to use it. You just have to figure out how to use it. This is my second try. Everything in life. (laughs) No, but no, you don't understand. I have. It is literally one of seven products I have that I don't use. I have all these other gadgets and gizmos. A plenty. And who's it? Will. And what's it? Uh-huh. And a mm-hmm. fork and everything. Um, <laughs> but I, this one works for me and my hair. Now I feel bad. Awesome. I'll try it again. <laughs> Don't. That's amazing. That that gives me hope. I haven't gotten rid of it. So I will try it again. It looks amazing. Not you, an ad. Whatever you're not doing. an affiliate. Sorry. I don't have a coupon code but for anybody, but look it up one. and try yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's 50-50. People, you can listen to Melissa or you can listen to me. You can try it or don't not. Don't listen to me. Know. Look at me. Whatever. I've got a Thank hat on you, my though, head. for noticing yeah, my hair. It looks beautiful. Thank you. So, Rebecca, what are you watching? <sighs> it's kind of a buzzkill. It's not like a sad show, but um, okay. Three Clues. And this is funny because I actually watched this early in the summer, but couldn't mention it because I got a screener for dialogue. They sent me like advanced oh. links and it wasn't even out yet. And I've been sitting on it. And now it's out and people are talking about it. So... Uh, Prime, Canada, 90s. I got nothing. Nothing. Okay, so what genre do I love? YA. What, where, what kind of school do YA people most likely attend? You've got to be real careful here, Rebecca. High school. Yes, it's called high school. (laughs) (laughs) So you know I love it. The so, way I'm very worried about you. I'm very worried about these things being out on the internet. <laughs> what do you mean? You can't say the kind of show I like are about young adults oh. and where did they go high school and everyone's just like, sure, Rebecca. I'm just Meanwhile, kidding. I'm staying at my parents in my hometown, just driving oh my- by my old high school. Rebecca. Um, no, that's true because I wanted to show my kids. Okay. So I'm just going to read the blurb, lest I say something um, that will get us canceled. So it says, a story about twins who struggle to find their own identities and their journeys of self-discovery so closely mimics each other's. During a time, 90s grunge and rave culture, the twin sisters grow up down the hall from one another. Okay, that's a bad blurb. So these it it's so 90s. It's these two identical twins but it's based on a real life set of twins this pop duo from Canada Tegan and Sarah do you know them I that do know the names clue. yeah 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 <laughs> okay so Tegan and Sarah were these like indie oh, pop they're... stars yes I heard yes, about from this Canada. comedy bang bang yes okay yes okay yeah. yes so the show is like their retelling of their high school career and there's these two young actresses playing identical twins obviously it's not them because they're now whatever closer right? to our ages and the two girls were found from TikTok because they're creators and musicians and singers and they've never been actors. So they're very real and honest and natural. Like they're not acty. Okay. And I love it. And it's just this slow story and it's like not a mean girls. It's not euphoria. It's not like big and in your face. It's like, it's like real high school. It's like okay. you feel the feeling you feel at 4 PM after school when like your friends go somewhere and you didn't and you're mm-hmm. home. And basically one of them discovers the guitar and gets really into music. And the other kind of starts dabbling it with her and it ends up being this like major self-expression, but their parents are going through a divorce. Um, there's just all the typical high school things happening. And I'm a sucker. I, I, okay. I actually really sweet and kind of simple. I think I want to watch it. I heard about it um, from Kyle Bornheimer. I had to look up his name. He was on comedy bang bang and he plays the stepfather, I think, or yeah, I think it's the stepfather. Yeah. He's great. And so he was talking about it as well. And I was like, okay. Cause at first, if you just tell me high school, high school I know I'm out I know um yeah you're not I, a weirdo they weren't the, no they just weren't the greatest <laughs> times of my life so I try to separate myself as much as possible yeah so you know I I and Tegan and Sarah and just it being about their yes. relationship and how they found music and how they got into these bands and all that stuff yeah no actually that sounds really really good I just was disconnected that you got it as a screener for dialogue because it doesn't seem I was too because there's no crime right but 
there's a couple platforms that just because they've sent me crime stuff, they send me everything. So mm. I actually just see a lot of, well, I don't watch them all, but things that peak, if it's about high school, yeah, yeah. I'm clicking. It's basically the Please moral of the Please put that but, on a shirt. You, if it's about <laughs> high school, I'm clicking. <laughs> Adding it to the merch drop there list. Um, the showrunner is Clea Duvall, who I feel like you would know. I do know the name. She is like kind of a indie career. Like she's well known, but she's not like A-list, but she does a lot of interesting things. None of which I can remember right now, but there's some really cool people attached to it. I think, I do think you'd like it. Good identity stuff for kids and, oh, and adults. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'll take so that yeah. one out. I'll do that one. Yeah. All right. Good. Then we did have a good fair yeah. exchange. Not that that's what it's about. I thought it was. Wow. Okay. Oh, um, great. Under false pretenses. <laughs> um, but I would also like to know what our next episode will be. If you could hit me with some clues. Very excited. There was a last minute change. Uh, yesterday, <gasps> things changed for me and I'm very, Dramatic. very excited. Okay. okay. So wigs, nurse, okay. Okay. singer. Wigs, nurse, singer. Mm-hmm. Is it pretty obscure or do you think I'll get this? You can get this for sure. <laughs> I believe in it's you. N- okay. Nothing is at first coming to me. Wigs Nurse. is a big clue. Nurse. Wigs. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of wigs in the housewives world. Is it housewife yep. world? Okay. It's housewife world. Yep. I mean, a lot of wigs. Nurse, I'm trying to move to nurse to give me like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Are we going married to medicine? We're not. Oh. (laughs) Sorry. No, not her either. I'm just doing this. Yeah. The dance. You'll get it. Okay. I'll keep mulling this one over. Okay. Oh, housewives, not married to medicine. Right. Okay. So it's house. It's a housewife. It is housewives. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Wigs, nurse, and what? Wigs, oh, nurse, and singer. Okay. I'll get it yeah. as soon as we finish. Um, singer would be quotation marks. Yeah, oh, it'll be okay, fun. Of I course. Fun. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, is it Potomac? Nope. Are they on Potomac? No? Okay. Nope. That's a wrap on this episode, but we do have an exciting announcement on the next episode. So just to keep you... On your toes, we've been working on some things behind the scenes and we're excited to share them with you and we will in two weeks. Yes, very, very excited. And make sure you check out Instagram. Well, Rebecca posts on Instagram and we sometimes post on TikTok. And You do. Very well. And it's all it's division related. I cannot stop. A division um, of labor. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> People love it. Yeah, it's fun. Um, and then you'll also see our uh, Halloween costumes and um, see oh, if that's you're right, right on our on our. Uh, ideas. Um, and you can find Rebecca every Wednesday on Dialogue. She's back, baby. Yeah, baby. And you can always listen to Melissa on Moms and Murder on Tuesdays. So until next time, have a safe and happy Halloween and thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to Criminality. If you're enjoying the show, please head over to Apple Podcast or wherever you listen and give the show a rating and review. The reality is it would be a crime to keep your thoughts to yourself. And come join the fun outside of the podcast and follow us on social media. We are at Criminality Show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Memes are welcome. We'll see you in two weeks with a new episode. Until then, you can catch my co-host Melissa on her weekly show, Moms and Murder. And Rebecca Sebastian on her podcast, Dialogue, a true crime conversation. Don't forget, loving reality isn't a crime.